0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Albert will score. Albert will score. Newcastle has won. But it will get a score. Big lap. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, just a reminder that next Wednesday, the 18th of January, Beers and Break Image will be returning for our first episode we'll have an episode dropping on the Wednesday and on the Thursday Uh, we'll be going through Timmy Williams' side as it stands right now, and then we'll go through my side on the Thursday, so we'll be having a deep dive into both of our teams then, I'm sure they'll change a lot uh, next week, the week after, the week after that and the three weeks following that, there will be a lot of changes, uh, but we will take you through our sides as they stand right now. I think the uh, normal Supercoach will be opening a couple of days after that. Uh, so to give you guys a good indication of which direction we are heading in. Uh, I think our sides are pretty different too. I've taken a couple of pods, which I've spoken to you guys about already. And I haven't actually seen Timmy's side yet, but he's seen mine. I know he's going to have a few different players. One guy that I think we are both anti, or I know I am definitely anti, and I've seen him in most teams that have been sent to me, is Tyrell Sl- uh, obviously for the St. George Illawarra Dragons, uh, we've got Ramsey, who was the fullback last year, replaced Sloan. He's obviously uh, still in hospital, reportedly not doing too well. So we do wish uh, Ramsey all the very best. We hope to see him out on the field again. But as, at the moment, it looks like Tyrell Sloan will probably start in the fullback jersey for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. As per reports, he's had a really good preseason, a lot of positive words from his teammates. From what I've gathered, he is pretty popular amongst his teammates Tyrell Sloan he seems to be a pretty good fella um so i i mean it's good signs uh, but I'm not convinced that jersey is going to be his. Now, if you start with him in Supercoach, it's very appealing. He's playing fullback, but he is uh, available at CTW, which is great. Um, you know, everything we know about Supercoach says that that's a great deal. He's sub 300k, 298k. That's obviously with the new pricing as well. He was 260 last week, uh, so 298 now. Still very good value. Would have been the equivalent of a 260,000 player. So there is good value there. Yeah, very very good value. Uh, I'm not knocking Tyrell Sloan at all as a footballer or anything, but uh, I don't think he's as good as what people uh, believe he is when it comes to super coach. I think he's a great player but I think there's a lot of things that worry me about him as a super coach player. Yeah. So I can't stress enough. This is him as a super coach player. I do believe he's a very good footballer and I do believe he should be the Dragons fullback. I believe he should have been the Dragons fullback last year, uh, but we know that Anthony Griffin is not the biggest fan in the world. Now, That brings me to my first point. Um, We hook has shown his hands before with Tyrell Sloan. Yeah, he has shown that he will drop him at any given moment. He's shown this with a lot of young guys uh, throughout his coaching, and I mean, I, I think this guy has shown also that you know if you're in his good books. You're in his good books for a fucking decade. Uh, I really worry where Tyrell Sloan sits as far as his relationship with Hook Griffin. And, you know, it's preseason. It might all be hunky-dory and happy. But, you know, if the Dragons lose their first two or three games, which I think is really fucking likely, I don't think they're going to do very well this year. And he needs to make changes I'm pretty confident um, that this Sloan at fullback, I think he'll be the first one to go. And, you know, as much as they don't have any other standout fullback options, if something happens that Ramsey makes a recovery, I think he would come straight in. But I also think there's a world where we get to round one and Amon's named, um, sorry, round two, because I've got the buy round around. It wouldn't shock me if Moan is named um, to be... Sorry, not not a moan. Mozambai is named to play fullback. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes with like a Bud Sullivan. It wouldn't surprise me. Like he, he could move Lomax there. He could do fucking anything. And I have a look at their first few weeks. They've got the bye week one. They then play the Titans, Broncos, Sharks. Like a pretty good a pretty good you know, start to their season, I guess. Uh, they play the Titans at home. Uh, they then play the Broncos up there at Suncorp. That probably won't be easy. Uh, they play the Sharks at home as well. Uh, then they've got the Dolphins at home, so that's a little win. Then they play the Gold Coast Titans again. They get them twice in their first five games somehow, however the fuck that works. So, look, it's not a bad draw, but I really don't rate this Dragon side. I don't know about you guys, but I've got them as a bottom three team. I've got them as, you know... Potentially my favourites for the spoon. I do not think they're in for a good year. The St George Illawarra Dragons. I think that their team has stayed pretty much exactly the same as what it was last year. Every other team below them has got better in recruitment, and every team above them, I think, underachieved. So I just I struggle to see where the Dragons are going to score points. I think that Ben Hunt had a ten out of ten year last year. Um, they still didn't make the eight. I think they finished tenth, and I mean, I think they were. I think they were helped by just how many fucking basket cases there were below them in the NRL, and I don't think there's going to be as many this year. I think that a lot of the teams that have been carnage over the last few seasons have improved and should be able to keep their head above water. The Dragons, I don't know. I'm I'm so far from convinced it's not funny. So Tyrell Sloan, I just I, I'm not convinced that he is going to hold that fullback spot. The other worry is that if you if you start with Tyrell Sloan in your CTWs, which a lot of you I think are planning on doing. He's not going to play round one, which it's not absolute carnage. But if you get to round two and he's not fucking named, you've wasted a CTW there. You've got – and even if we get to the week before round one of the last trial and Anthony Griffin comes out and says, Tyrell Sloan's going to be our fullback, fuck knows what could happen in those two weeks. Knowing Anthony Griffin, I don't trust him. To keep his word for two weeks, I, I don't know how anyone like. Oh, I, I assume he will be the fullback, and it makes sense for him to be the fullback. He would be my fullback, and I think he probably will be. But you're not going to know until round two, and then all of a sudden you've wasted a fucking cheapy spot that you then have to use a trade because you relied on Anthony Griffin making the common sense decision. I just I don't think it is worth the gamble, to be honest with you. That round one buy, I don't care that he's not playing. It's more so the fact that the first time you're going to see him named in a team list, or the first time you don't see him named in a team list, potentially, you're going to have to use a trade to sort that problem out. I just think there's other options around that you should be going for, and I understand he's playing fullback in the NRL, available at CTW, should be gold. Is it really, though? It should be. Don't get me wrong, it should be. But you have a look over the last couple of years, I mean... Like if you look at last year, his first three games of the season, round one, he scored 78 points, which was great, yeah? Fantastic. How good is that? 78 without a try. That's unreal. Um, that's the exception, not the example. The week after that, he scored a try. He got 26. The week after that, he didn't score a try. He got 26 as well. In These are three 80-minute games playing fullback. You have a look later in the season. Uh, his, his next game that he played was round 10, so Hook dropped him for 10 fucking weeks, and it was for seven weeks, brought him back for one game. Uh, he played 89 minutes. That one went to extra time. He scored 40. He's a fullback playing the Gold Coast Titans. I mean, he then didn't play for another eight or so weeks. He played a couple of games where he came off the bench and whatnot. Played very limited minutes and not much to look into there. His last two games of the season, I think they were played on the wing, to be fair. But, I mean, have a look at the base stats still. He played 80 minutes in both of them. He scored 17 and 27. His space, His base stats were 10 and 13. I mean, you have a look at his 80-minute games this year. He went above 20 base stats. In fact, he went above 18 base stats once in those five games that he played 80 minutes. His base stat average is 16. I mean, if he's not scoring tries, which I don't think the Dragons are going to score too many, how could anyone possibly have confidence in Tyrell Sloan? He's at at 298K, which means I think he's at about a 26-point average or something, which is very low. Don't get me wrong, incredibly, incredibly low, but... I mean, are we confident he's going to make that much money? I, I just think there's uh, th- there's other guys that you can better spend your money on that I think they will make more money. I think that we're chasing that whole idea that this guy's available at CDW, but he's playing fullback. That's going to be automatic points. He has shown you that he's not going to make automatic points there. He's, he's set at about a 28-point average, something along those lines, 26 to 29, around that mark. I mean, I'm just, I'm not sure you're relying on him scoring a fuckload of tries. And I mean, there's been games throughout his career where he scored tries and he's still gone under 28. In this Dragons team, not to mention he could get dropped at any point, not to mention he might not be there round one anyway. I, I really do find it amazing how popular this guy is with so many people. I just, I don't see it. We go back to 2021. This is how his season went. His first game at fullback was in round 15 against the Raiders at home. He played 80 minutes. He scored a try. He scored 35 points. That's when he scored a try. His next game, he played fullback. He scored a try. He had 12 points in creative, six in evading. He scored 55. His next game, he scored a try again against South Sydney at Wynn Stadium again. Played fullback. 80 minutes. Scored a try. He got 43. Granted. At the end of the season, he finished really well. He played the North Queensland Cowboys at fullback, played 80 minutes, scored 91, played the South Sydney Rabbitohs at fullback, played 80 minutes, scored 95. Across those three game across those two games, he did score three tries and he had... You know, 40 in evading stats, 40 in scoring. I just, uh, and, you know, and that's probably his absolute ceiling. That's all good and well. The back end of those games were players being rested against the Dragons. Their season was out the window. There was no fucking pressure on them as well. I just, I I don't see where you all think you're going to make all this money from Tyrell Sloan. It's all good and well to say he's a fullback who's available at CTW. Sweet. He's still going to score fucking points. And I think he's shown us throughout his career that it's pretty evident that most of the time he doesn't. Like, you have a look at, like, if you, imagine if you're a fullback. In 2021, he was a fullback that played five games and scored five tries. He averaged 64. He scored six tries, sorry. I mean, it's not great. You're relying on him scoring points, and I'm not sure if the Dragons are going to score that many tries. This kid is a phenomenal player. He pulls tries out of his ass. I understand that but you're relying on him finding tries in what I think will be the worst team in the NRL in 2023. You're relying on Anthony Griffin, who's one of the most volatile coaches in this competition, sticking with him when he has shown in the past he's got a real tendency not to fucking stick with him. And then you're also going to have to pick him, leave him on your bench as a CTW where there will be a million other CTWs that you can pick. And you have to wait to round two to find out if Anthony Griffin rolled out of bed on the right side and decided to pick Tyros at fullback. It's, I just, I don't, I just don't see the appeal. I don't see why people are so keen on Tyrell Sloan. Um, He's a great player and you don't have to be a good super coach player to be a great player. I can't stress that enough. I think he's a brilliant fullback. He would have been my fullback from round one to round 25 last year. No doubt about it whatsoever in my mind. He is a brilliant footballer. He will develop into a great footballer, I think, under the right coaching and if given the opportunity. He's not being given it at the Dragons at the moment. You got to remember as well, Anthony Griffin, He pulled him out of that side, put Cody Ramsey in, which I thought was batshit crazy. To Hook's credit, Cody Ramsey did really well. He was very impressive. So the last time Hook made this radical decision to fuck Tyrell Sloan off, tell me he was wrong. He was probably right. I think that Cody Ramsey probably played better than what we saw of Tyrell Sloan at the start of last season. So Hook's also got in his mind that he's got it right before and that Tyrell Sloan hasn't been the guy. If they start poorly... What's he going to do? Is he going to drop Bud Sullivan? He doesn't have another fucking 5'8 to use, pending what's going on with the moan. Is he going to drop Ben Hunt? Doubt it. He's got Jacob Little. He's got one hooker in his system. Is he going to drop him? Don't think so. Where do you think the penny's going to fall in that spine? You know who's going to go. It's going to be Tyrell Sloan. They can bring Moses and buy there. You know, they, they, they might do the same with Bud Sullivan, potentially. But I think it was pretty evident that he preferred Bud Sullivan last year more than what he preferred tyrell sloan so i just think there's a lot of risk in it bud sullivan's another one that i probably couldn't go near i've seen a lot of people picking him at five eight once again i think he's a very talented guy i think he's got all the ability in the world but as long as hook is the coach there and the dragons have their dramas that they have you got to remember as well that you know we already know the dragons have to start well for hook to keep his job he he is coaching for his career over the over the first six weeks of this competition Do you think he's going to put his faith in guys that he wasn't picking last year? Guys that have tried to get out of the club? Guys that I think it's pretty obvious they don't want to be under him? That's just me reading what's in front of me. I don't have any insight on that. I don't have any quotes to prove that. I'm just reading what's on the wall here. I just personally can't make much sense of why people think he is the answer in their CTWs. When you, you know, hopefully, come round one, we'll have Campiera. Hopefully, by round one, we'll have... Um, to Hope, like hopefully we'll have Hayes Perham. hopefully we'll have a stack of guys in your CTWs that you can pick in front of him, which I'm pretty confident we will. Like, I would rather go for a chance, for example. At least his position is safe. I think the Warriors could probably be better than the Dragons. I'll probably score more points anyway, going back home. I'm not huge on chance either, but I'd much rather him over Sloan. I just, I think Sloan's a great player, but I just don't think he is the right answer for your super coach teams. It just doesn't, makes sense to me. I've been very surprised with how many teams have got him in there. I'll I'll just read to you my little thing that I wrote on Tyrell Sloan and this was the other week ago. I'll read it to you now. Sloan is a guy that has appeared in many teams that have been sent to me and I understand why. Sub 300k playing fullback whilst being available at CTW. All signs point to a get-on from that perspective. The first worry is his job security. I know that Sloane is a great player and should be the Dragons' first choice fullback, but it seems pretty evident that Hook doesn't feel the same way about Sloan. With his job on the line, I'm far from convinced that he suddenly puts faith in a kid that he has never had much confidence in. It would not only shock me, it would it would not shock me at all if Sloane is given a two-week shot at fullback, then replaced by and by Lomax or whoever Hook fancies that week. I also have a question mark over his ability to produce Supercoach points. He has played 11 80 minute games so far in his career for an average of 48 points in these 11 games. He has scored seven tries, a pretty handy, a pretty handy record as far as tries being scored. I have the Dragons struggling in 2023. I'm not sure if Sloan scores all that many tries to be honest, which is a serious worry from his 11, 80-minute games so far, Sloan has scored below 45 points in seven of those games. Across these seven games, he averaged 30 points and scored three tries. Once again, a decent strike rate with a question mark over job security and points. I'd be looking elsewhere for a cheapy CTW, unfortunately. That really fucking stands out to me. In those seven games, he went below 45 points. He averaged 30 points and he still scored three tries. And that's almost a try every second game. And he's averaging fucking 30. That's pretty much his price point right now. And you don't know if he's going to be in the team and he could get dropped at any given moment. Please make a smart decision with Tyrell Sloan. Do not go for him. Find another CTW. If not, buy a CTW gun. Try and find cheapies elsewhere. I cannot stress this enough. I will not be going near Tyrell Sloan. I do not give a flying fuck what Hook says before the season starts. We know that he will flip like a fish as soon as he is under pressure, and we know he's under pressure before the season even starts. If they start slow, it could fall apart very, very quickly, and I think it will quickly turn the axe towards Tyrell Sloan, and I think he could bring in anyone else. Yeah, buys, yeah, Zach Lomax, is anyone else. It wouldn't shock me who he goes for at fullback, but I really do think that Tyrell Sloan could fall out of this team very quickly, and even if he doesn't, I think you've got a lot of obstacles to overcome as far as his ability to produce supercoach points, because I just don't think he's the guy as far as supercoach that you all think he is. A tremendous player, I think he's got a big future, but as far as a supercoach player right now at this point in his career, Tyrell Sloan ain't it.